0: Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We have today with uh, Paul Cubitt, the CEO of RNC Minerals. Hi Paul, we're in London. Hey Matt, how are you? Good. Now you've been on a little bit of a roadshow.
1: We have. We've been uh, hitting up uh, several places, actually four countries and six cities in a couple days in the last two weeks. so So it's been very exciting. Are you tired? A little bit, yeah. This is the end of the road, so uh, looking forward to getting home to my wife and kids. I bet.
0: I I know there was Indaba in Cape Town, but you were over in Germany and now you've been in London. So, what's the purpose? Yeah,
1: so we went to Canada first, then we went to the US, and then Indaba, and finishing up in London. Right. The purpose is really to just get out there and show people some of the changes we've done. You know, it's been It's been seven months now. Yeah. I've been here for seven months and we have managed to make a lot of changes from shareholders to the board of directors, the executive team. We're now in production. As you know, we sustained about 8,000 ounces a month uh, for the first six months. So things are... Going like we said we do. We're actually doing what we said we do. We're not complicating this. We're keeping it simple and doing what we said we do.
0: would yeah, I would say it's probably one of the turnaround stories of last year, quite frankly, in, in, in any sector. Um, you know, we we were there sort of at the beginning when you when you joined. Uh, you had a bit of a task ahead of you. You have delivered certainly in the production numbers. Um, and consistently, so, so it's great. But I do want to I you want to talk about a few different things which are going on. You you issued some guidance, which you, again you said yep. you would. Yeah. Um, it's modest. Ninety to ninety-five thousand ounces at eight thousand ounces a
1: month. It excludes our coarse gold, and we know that. Right. Okay. So, and and that's something people should really really consider. It excludes coarse gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our first year of total production. We're we're still. Fine-tuning everything, if you yeah. want to call it that. We're still evaluating, assessing ore mm-hmm. sorters. That's certainly not gone okay. behind us. Right. We're certainly evaluating engineering changes to the plant. We're, we're looking at several things to upgrade um, and how we could even increase throughput. So there's opportunities there. But that range that we're putting forward in front of ourselves, um, it does exclude that course goal. So that's okay. don't don't... Don't lose sight
0: of that. Okay, so worth worth remembering. But in all of that, you've also been producing cash. Okay, you did did raise a bit of cash to kind of allow you to put things in place. You're also producing your positive cash flow here. That is going to allow you to do things like the ore sorter, like you know some of the exploration that you're planning for this year. So can you talk talk to us about what are your priorities with regards to how you're going to spend that cash? You've indicated nine and a half, ten million bucks number on the expiration, sure. I get that, but can you sure. run us through everything?
1: Yeah, so first, let me just talk about how the cash uh, ended at the end of the year. Mm. As we announced, we ended with $37 million in cash, so mm. a huge, huge change, huge shift. We used $3 million of that $37 million to pay down some of our yep. debt, which was yep. really important. That's good. You know, in all honesty, Matt, that saved us uh, almost $100,000 in the first quarter, just in interest. So that's that's okay. important for us and for our shareholders. Um, we're going to spend nine to ten million dollars in exploration this year we've already started some of it uh, we've got a good detailed plan you know we've just unlocked an area at, at Higginsville that has 1800 square kilometers we just announced the fair play open pit that's a brand new area for us it's a kilometer it's yeah. one kilometer from our plant yeah so we're already, We've pre-stripped that, we're actually starting to mine on that. That thing is constrained only by drilling, there's no drilling around that. We did the original drilling here, so the grades, the initial grades from that pit look to be as good as open pit at Baloo, and we just got stage two permitted at Baloo, right? right. That second stage of Baloo was all drilling that we did ourselves as well, so, um, and look, those areas that we had that were discovered, that geophysics, we did that gravity survey, what people have to remember is this area hasn't been explored in almost two decades. There's been some drilling, don't, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But whenever there's a royalty of 7% sitting on a project, it's it's a huge burden for anybody. So people previous owners recognize that. Not a lot of people were willing to spend any money or effort in those areas. Whereas after we renegotiated that royalty, we've unlocked a huge jurisdiction. We've opened up. A, an area that was really gridlocked, that was landlocked for a, for a long time under that royalty. So, tremendous amount of upside for us to be drilling in those areas. And that gravity survey just discovered a five kilometer strike zone, which is just north of our plant.
0: Right. So, let me come back to the exploration bit. Sure. I, want to, I want to deal with the debt element. I mean, why people, why companies, why CEOs make those decisions? So, you've Positive cash flow, which is great, and plus you had some money in the bank. Thirty-seven million at the end of the year. You pay down three million, it saves you a hundred thousand bucks ish per quarter. It was a lot of money. But wouldn't it be smarter kind of keep that money uh, available to you to actually advance the expiration in a more rigorous way? What, what was the balance off there between saying, well, actually, let's re- let's reduce this debt position. Um, yeah. So actually, let's go and drill. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes.
1: In our case, it made much more sense to pay off our debt. There's often times that I've seen, even I've done actually paid off debt with equity. We don't want to deliver our shareholders in this case. We can repay our debt while we still have an aggressive drill campaign. Right. We announced $10 million. That's the first $10 million in this district in a very long time. That's going to give us a lot of opportunity, and our drill bit will drive our priorities. Right? The next drilling will come from this. If we feel like we need more money for drilling, we'll add money. All our How? Gonna, What do you mean you'll add? We'll money? add money from our cash
0: flow. Okay. Okay. Paying
1: down our debt is really important. It, it's really something. We're gonna we're looking at restructuring it as well.
0: So let's talk about the debt component, right? So you have got your thirty-five million bucks. You paid off three, got thirty-two left to pay. So most companies would look at that and say, we can restructure this and pay a little bit less over a longer period of time, or we can pay it off, or we can pay it down. I mean, what are the options that you're looking at? You know, for, for dealing with that debt, and you know, what's the timeline? Time horizon there for people?
1: Yeah. So for us, our debt is due in June. We have an opportunity to extend that debt by six months just by signing paperwork or we have an opportunity to restructure that debt, which is something we're strongly considering and and working on. In fact, we have had a lot of interest from groups who I've worked with in the past who have serious interest in restructuring this debt at improved terms. And Don't be surprised if we pay down some more debt this quarter. It wouldn't surprise me that we pay down some more. Everything has to. Be considered, as you talked about. We have to consider the drilling. We have to consider everything, and make sure we have that pipeline in front of ourselves and the amount of cash.
0: No, I, get, I get that. I mean, that's your that's your job. You're here to you know, mitigate risk and you know make make decisions um, on behalf of shareholders. Like we we get that. And I say you've had a cr- cracking 2019 end to 2019, and you know I hope it continues. Um, but again, just let me just finish off on the debt. bits, I want to get all the detail is. Some people, some companies would also look at things like standby facilities because you you, said, you mentioned something that was quite interesting point, which people may have missed, which was you may be able to restructure your debt on better terms, presumably because the company's in a better financial position. And you. and also because
1: we've had consistent sustainable production. Right. And another thing, a two P reserve. That two P reserve that we put out at Beta Hunt is mm. very critical for lenders. So one of the things we're going to be doing is when we restructure this debt, we will be looking at standby facility. I've had standby facilities in my life in the past, Mm -hmm. but putting together a $20 million standby facility Mm -hmm. when you don't need it is the best way to get it. When you need it and your back's up against the wall, you won't get as good terms. So for us, we'll be looking at potentially a $50 million facility where we take 30 million and we restructure it, we have that whatever group works with us, comes to the cross finish line with us, put another $20 million standby facility that we can use at our discretion when it's needed uh, for some consolidation, maybe for drilling, whatever we need it for, it's in place when we don't need it.
0: Yeah, the thing the, the, I think the truism in banking—certainly when we, we, I was involved—was uh, when the sun's shining, they the banks offer you umbrellas. Yeah, amen. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, exactly. Right. We've so it's, it's not something you, you foresee needing, but it makes sense, and I think it's very standard practice. Yeah. Quite frankly, yeah. put it in place when you can because mm-hmm. it'll be cheaper. Okay, that that that's fair enough on the on the debt side. I think that's well covered. Thank you. Can I talk about Morgan Stanley? You renegotiated. That royalty with them, it's freed up, as you say, this very large land package for you to go and explore and work out what is there. What are your plans? Because it's a big piece of land.
1: Look, it's a very large piece of land, and we've actually started with our plan by the drilling from Fairplay. That was our number one one priority, right? Followed by the geophysics, the gravity survey we did. We did not know that the gravity sur- survey would unlock or show us that five kilometers what track.
0: does it tell you so what does what a gravity survey for, for people it's, on it's, it's
1: a great exploration tool for us right just, just oversimplify it yeah Matt. it's an exploration tool that allows us targets us for drilling it's exactly what it does it gives us some indications on where to drill the thing that's exciting about this five kilometers is that from what we can see and all the historical information that we have, yeah. there are no drill holes in this thing. This thing here just lit up in a gravity survey and there's not one drill hole in a structure that's quite similar to what the structure that the mill was built for. The okay. mill was built for the Trident mine. That Trident mine is just right at the mill. Right. That thing, we own it. We're, that Trident mine is part of our land package okay. now. So. Just north of it is where this five-kilometer strike is. And look, as a reminder, Beta Hunt is four and a half kilometers today, and Beta Hunt is constrained by land, not necessarily by geology. So, Mm.
0: okay. So you're you're obviously going to just work on work on figuring. Well, you're trying to figure out what it is that you've got there. I mean, uh, this this survey is early stage. There's no drill holes. There's there's not a lot. So that's going to take some time and some money to work out what you've got. And you're going to throw how much money at that in, yeah, so look,
1: in it's We had other priorities that much more advanced than this structure in right. 2020. And we're going to follow through with our plan. Yep. The one thing I'm forcing our guys to do is follow through with our plan. This obviously changes things where we might require. We might introduce some holes into this this year mm-hmm. and change up our plan. Our goal has always been, from day one since I took over, to put 24 months of feed between Beta Hunt and Higginsville okay. into that mill. Okay. We have stuck to that, we're going to stick to that, and we had a different set of pipelines, Fair Play being one of them, the extension of Baloo being another one. So right now we've got the extension of Baloo that pushes us to the end of 2020 now, mm-hmm. we've got Fair Play coming in, we'll be drink- drilling around Fair Play. There are other open pits that are more advanced, satellite targets that are more advanced than this unidentified Five plumber strike. We haven't even given it a name. It's so early. So you're right in saying it's early stages. So, so if you want to, oh yeah, yeah that's great, um, that's great. I don't name. know that you know. <laughs> we might call it crux, but I, if it would be, it won't be a crux thing. It would be a crux fault. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. That's very good. very good. Um, so can I ask about that? You know, you talked about getting 24 months of or. There to kind of feed in the middle. So that that that's not something that exists to today, but you you're you're building up towards this. That's absolutely correct, right? And
1: and from both. So I'm talking Matt from a series of open pits in front of us, yep. And from our beta hunt mine and our beta hunt mine yep. is going to require some more waste development, which we have right. planned this year, I believe in dollars. I think it's top of my head about six six and a half million dollars of waste development. That's all part of our budget. That's all funded from the operations, right? right. Okay. It's not. It's not coming out of treasury. In fact, treasury this year will continue to build up, despite us having a very aggressive year in exploration, waste development, some equipment purchases, some upgrades to the mill, looking at ore orders. Um, we will continue to build up treasury.
0: Right. So you said something last time we spoke, and it was the question was going around, and it's still around to, to a degree, which is people are saying, so, do you keep gold back on good months, and then you know. Run it over into the next month if if you need to, or is it? Get, is it all goes in as soon as you find it. It's all going. Yeah, in. and our mine plan is what dictates it. Right, right? it's okay. not about
1: hoarding the gold. It's about how we sequence the mine, and those are really from crosscuts inward. Mm-hmm. So they're a retreat open pit. You you end up mining where you're mining. So it's all about our mine planning. We are trying to to build our mine plans to reflect. What we put out in the in the guidance, right? Our our mind plans are a reflection of our guidance. So we're we're doing our best to remain consistent. Consistency is good for us as well, right? Well, it's uh, it's a lot better for us.
0: And when you're having conversations about money, yeah, absolutely. Um, and just to, again, just very quickly on the mill, and have you had to spend any more money on it than you imagined? Do you still yeah. consider it a good purchase?
1: Oh look, the, the mill was a steal,
0: right? Hands okay. down. Okay. Look,
1: I've I've had what, 13 mils approximately report to me in the last two decades. Um, you know, i built one almost from scratch, uh, Esmeralda. It was a small thing that we had to almost rebuild. Mm -hmm. Um, this thing here, this Higginsville plant is in great shape. We've spent so far probably about $1.3, $1.4 million Australian on it. Very, very small amount to make some major upgrades for ourselves and yeah. our mill's gone from a mill availability from about an 86% all the way up to about a 95%. And this is a real reflection on Graham Cullum and the team there. These guys, um, we're doing PMs to the mill. Now we're, we're spending the right money on the mill. We're making sure everything gets properly treated in the plant and it's, it's not neglected. The plant is not neglected, right? This is, the artery, the heart and soul of our company. We've got two open pits in an underground mine feeding this plant and Dore coming out of it. We need to make sure that it comes out on a weekly basis.
0: And one of the reasons you bought it was because you knew that you could reduce the ASIC. I know you haven't finished last year's numbers and you're due to announce those towards the end of, the end of this quarter, but broadly have you been able to do what you said, which was look to drive the ASIC down towards that 1000 number. Do you think that's going to happen?
1: Yeah, so there's no doubt we believe it's happening in 2020. There's no maybe. We will get there. Right. Uh, we saw when our first original numbers, first half of the year was close to $1,300 an ounce, Matt yeah. ASIC. Mm. Uh, Q3 mm. was 1183 so call it close to $1,200 an ounce, so $100 an ounce reduction. Mm. Q4 numbers aren't up yet. Finances are coming out soon. But that trend is certainly continuing, like it'll, like we saw between the first half and Q3. So you'll see it's certainly trending down again in Q4, okay. as we expected. Okay. Uh, there'll be no surprises, people. I think we were happy. I, I think uh, once everything's finalized, they're not quite finalized. Um, things are trending in the right direction where they should be.
0: Okay. So that that says to me that you. Going through this cost-cutting exercise across the organization, You I mean, talks about Graham, re, you know, overhauling the operational side of things, and and you have been else where. So again, you haven't seen or come across any major headaches that you've had to account no, for. No, listen, this is mining.
1: We're always going to have headaches, Matt, and and there's always surprises. The advantage we have between all our experiences. Mm-hmm. One way or another, we're going to overcome them. And because it's mining, sometimes you can drill and blast them and you can get through them. So right. We will go around it, above it, underneath it. We will get through the obstacles we've had to. There's been nothing that's been so bad that we didn't anticipate it. We, we, we're very thorough on our risk register and we mitigate quite a few of the risks. So
0: okay, There have been a couple of reports about um, you guys being looked at as a takeover target. In the market, okay, and I don't know. I don't necessarily want to, you know, ask you what, what, what you think. Think of that, mm-hmm. but uh, what do you think of that?
1: Look, I think I would be very naive to think that we're not in some people's or bankers' slide decks. Anybody who's doing what we're doing and has a centralized jurisdiction and unlocked so much value, um, um, we would be naive to think that we're not going to be a takeout target. I, we're not putting ourselves up for sale. That was the next question. We're certainly not saying, hey, look, we're right. up for sale. We believe we're going to drive value for our shareholders and give us another six months to a year because we will create value in that share price for our shareholders. So all we got to do is continue doing what we said we'd do and continue to deliver.
0: Okay, because I think of it, you have been looked at, the company has been looked at several times, being put up for sale a mm-hmm. few times as well over the last yeah. three, four years. Sure. And people, I'm talking Australian gold miners. Perhaps sitting on a bunch of cash at the moment because they are. It's been a good, good time for Australian um, gold yeah. miners. They've got to have looked looked at this and, and thought at the time before you were involved. I'm not so sure about this thing. Yeah. But times have changed. So you you do you feel you're a much more attractive target? Should those conversations come around? There's
1: no doubt we're more attractive. We've got cash on our balance sheet now. We continue to reduce our debt. We've got a mill. We're sustaining production consistently. There's no doubt we are much more attractive than we've ever have been. We have, simply put, we've de-risked this thing. Right. Okay. Whereas somebody would have come in before and they would have said, there's so much risk in here, operationally, geology. Yep. Um, we have demonstrated through that 2P reserve, through the renegotiation of the royalty, through the consistent mill throughput, We have simply de-risked this thing significantly.
0: Paul, can I just ask about this 1800 square kilometres? I mean, it's just a vast area, it's almost too hard to comprehend how big an area that is. But you've got lots of options and presumably targets in there. You've also now got the availability of cash and you're producing free cash flow as well. So are you targeting any specific areas in there or And I ask this because you've got so many options elsewhere in the organization, but you've got to get focused and you've got to help us understand what you think is important. Sure. Pass me that map that I gave you earlier,
1: Matt. Uh, This one? one? That one right there. So let me just give you a sense here of some of the targets. So Mm -hmm. we have Baloo that we just got the second permit to extend to phase two, we just talked about. We just uh, did some recent drilling at Fairplay. We did the pre-stripping. That's very fresh and new yeah if you look close to the plant we have the two boys target there we have the poseidon south we have the graveyard mitchell yep yeah. boy Aphrodite, challenger and then more paleo channels so look on top of the five kilometer yeah we have a series of areas that we're going to be targeting and predominantly in twenty twenty, yep. we're gonna be mining blue and and fair play. Right. Okay. Plus the beta hunt, obviously. Okay. So it, that's what I mean. You can the, see th- and this is and this is constrained too. So that five kilometer strike that's directly north of us right. um will likely get holes into it. We we have larger priorities. That's it just we've unlocked so much potential here.
0: Everything's going great with the gold side of the business when you've got this whole nickel thing going on, right? Yep. Dumont. Yep. Any news?
1: No update from the last one. Um, we're still working alongside with our partner, Waterton, mm-hmm. to find the best strategy for us and right. for them. Right. Look, the way I see it for our shareholders, RNC shareholders, we really have an option on nickel. Yeah. I, I firmly believe that. Nickel <clears throat> prices go up. I, I think it goes without saying that. I think anybody will likely agree with me that Presently, there's no value in our share price on our nickel asset. And, and that's a positive thing. So whatever we can get done this year, whatever synergies or, or strategy we can come up with Waterton yeah. that makes sense, will create more value. There's none right now. So anything we can do will improve that share price.
0: I, I think it's mean, I a truism, the, the battery, the EV revolution, people aren't talking about it a lot. Nickel is quite… Popular saying amongst our viewers, um, but yeah. you're going to have to pull that trigger at the right time, right? No, that's right. That's right. Okay, Look,
1: It's 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 a known fact. We own 28%, Waterton owns 72%. They're really driving the bus on this one. Um, but the EV excitement is certainly not slowing down. Okay. Um, Nickel had a really decent year in 19. If it has another decent year in 2020, there will be interest in our project. There's yep. no doubt about
0: it. Okay. I'm going to let you go. All right. Yeah, you no. must be shattered, it's good So to see But you. lovely to see. you. Thanks for coming Pleasure. through London and you know going out of your way to make time for us. I, I do appreciate it. I know everyone's going to be really excited to kind of. And you know, I really appreciate you making fun of my beard. It was a lot of fun in the beginning. It's. I, I think we need a poll. We're <laughs> going to run a poll on this beard, <laughs> guys. What do we think of this? We're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> good to see care. you, man. Good, right. Cheers. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCars?